0: Gloria Amanda, And I'm Kristen and, and we and are the extra sisters
1: so sit back relax and let's get creepy welcome to another installment of our foreign horror series our horror around the globe series if you will whatever you'd like to call it we are diving into foreign horror or you should know that by now welcome <laughs> we are still in South Africa we are going to be talking about the tokolosh or the tokoloshi is what it looks like but when you watch the film they actually pronounce it they tokoloshi so
0: mm-hmm.
1: but we're white people that can't talk so <laughs> You know, that not to be insensitive, but it. Lo- if you're looking at this, it looks like the Tokoloshi. It's T-O-K-O-L-O-S-H-E. You can stream it for free on Tubi. I did not do that because I have had issues with Tubi in the past, not subtitling things and missing out. And this is very interesting. In the native language, it's very, you know how people like that speak Spanish and English and they mix it and it's called like Spanglish? Mm-hmm. That's very similar to what they do here. Uh, Like some things are in English and some things aren't. So I did not watch it on Tubi because of the subtitle issue. But I don't know if it's there or not in this movie. That's just something I would advise. But you can watch it for free if you make a Tubi account. Or you can rent it or buy it on Amazon Prime. So if you're interested... This came out in twenty eighteen and it is also from what I understand and you probably Kristen would know a little bit more because you do research of course on the trivia rooted in legend slash folktale.
0: Yes. I didn't do a lot of research on what folktale or anything it is, but it is it is a folktale, I guess.
1: Yeah. And this is a, Zulu mythology is where this comes from. And the, it is some, what I was reading, I do know a little bit because I was, okay, I guess I lied. I, I read a little bit about it, but it's this spirit that basically gets a child to trust it and then drowns the child. Oh, okay. That's what I, the little bit I do know about this, Entity, basically, and while I'm looking, uh, I'm gonna I pulled it up just really quickly. It is indigenous to Southern African folklore to explain why people unexplainably died while sleeping at night.
0: Interesting.
1: So these people typically slept on the floor in by a wood fire that kept them warm during sub zero temperatures. But they never realized that the fire was depleting their oxygen levels, oh. so they would just die of carbon monoxide.
0: I was wondering why these people would just die. Okay.
1: Hmm. Wow. Yep. So, and eventually, it was realized that somebody in an elevated sleeping position escaped the curse of the Tokoloshe. So, the tokolo. so that's
0: why her mom sits up like that. Hmm. Interesting.
1: Yep. So I was like, I don't know anything about it, but there you go. <laughs> so, and they are still, f- some southern African tribes are still superstitious about things like this. They'll put their beds up on like bricks and build them up. And so, yeah. And the only way to keep it away at night is to put your bed up two meters high on bricks, which is scary because there's like so many places for it to like, hide under your bed.
0: Yeah, but at the same time, they probably should do that anyway, because they have crazy snakes down there. Awesome. I watch Snake City on Animal Planet, and it's about South Africa, and wow, like the deadliest ones. And they go under people's beds all the time.
1: Yep. It's interesting because I, pulled, I have the movie pulled up, but then I separately pulled up the actual entity, this Wikipedia page, just hmm. to... How and why one is created so a jealous person will approach an evil witch doctor or a shaman to take vengeance on someone who they have issue with. They would have to promise the soul of a loved one but cannot choose who and the entity chooses the soul it decides to take. The witch doctor first needs to locate a dead body to be possessed and they must pierce its eye sockets with a brain with a hot iron rod so that it cannot think for itself and obeys only its master. They then sprinkle a special powder and shrink its body and it then lets loose to terrorize its target. Weeks, months, maybe years later, it will take its payment for the soul.
0: Jesus. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, now I'm going to start out with a trigger warning for this film yes definitely. I actually told Kristen I was like hey have you watched this yet because I just want you to know it's <laughs> super sexual assaulty
0: yes yeah like
1: it it's rough the, our main character has been through a lot and that's the basically the premise of this film and it kind of makes sense when you think of you know this thing has been blamed for things throughout history like they just came up and this is kind of like you know i'm not trying to get into it but like we have like gods and demons and humans have been creating things to explain things for like forever right right that's why you have the god of the sea and the god of fertility like we have to pray to someone to get a crop or whatever like we've just been making shit up for forever to explain things that we can't can't understand and all these horrible things are happening to her and so it's kind of like we have this this entity essentially but she is basically gone to Johannesburg I believe is how it's said in South Africa I'm sorry if that is incorrect because it's not Johannesburg like in you know
0: like Austria or something Right.
1: (laughs) correct yes so I didn't make a ton of notes in when I was watching this film because it's almost like I'm not going to say it's one where like if you look away, you're going to really miss something because it's not that intensive of a film, but it is one where you don't really want to look away because it's very enticing. And also it feels for me there like there there is a lot going on, even when there are slower parts of the film. Uh, you kind of don't it's almost like I know this is going to sound really all over the place for me I really wanted to know what her internal monologue was and I was like kind of waiting for some of it but it never happened does that make sense to you
0: absolutely and especially with it being in another language and even not another language but they have like really thick accents you almost have to put the subtitles on and stare at it and then it really draws you in
1: and this poor woman our main character she is going to this big city. She is not from the big city, but she's going to this big city to work, to get out of this horrific situation. She's been abused her entire life. sexually abused her entire life. And she's getting, you know, she's going to the big city to get away from it, but she left her little sister behind. Yeah. And her entire mission is to go back for her little sister, save up enough money to get her little sister here. It's something we've seen in films before. You know, we have a one family member getting out of this horrifically abusive, tragic situation, but they had to leave one behind so that they could get out themselves.
0: Right. And not even just in film. You definitely just hear about that with people who, you know, immigrate, that they often have to send money back to family so that they can get here someday.
1: Exactly. And you don't really... You see her talking about her sister and even calling her sister and kind of looking at a photo and you do get little flashbacks of her life previous to moving. And it's, it's, it's really rough. Yes. Like we'll get into it a little bit. I would say I would recommend watching this movie, but I would also recommend it in a way that I would recommend caution you know mm-hmm. this is not going to be for everyone and this is also going to be something where i like if i th- there i mean there's a trigger warning for rape and i if i'm not mistaken i believe also incest
0: yes definitely and i mean the one that got me the most not to give too much away is she ends up pregnant we assume through this incestual rape with her father, and then a shaman or somebody uh, has her laying down and has a coat hanger pointed at her, and then you see her later on with blood dripping down. So you can kind of assume what they fucking did, and the coat hanger just, it, it fucked me up. I was like, oh god!
1: Yeah, so there's, there is there is a forced abortion scene, yeah. And yeah. it, it's not graphic. No. Like, it's it's she's having a flashback, like, this has very much traumatized her to a level of like she you can tell this happened years ago but she still very much has is living with a a repressed she's living in a repressed state yes and i don't know how you
0: get over that stuff anyway but also it's not like she's been to therapy or really been able to deal with this
1: right because she's barely making ends meet as it is yeah It's not like she has the luxury. Like, I was telling someone, like, yeah, I had a great week of, you know, recovering from this, but I had... A doctor, medication, therapy, a personal <laughs> right. trainer. And I'm like, that is a lot of privilege. You know what I mean?
0: Exactly. Yes. They're talking about how these people are coming in because there's no work. So they're coming into this city and they're basically living in slums. Like the apartment she lives in, they pay off the cops. You, you see a demolished this building sign out front of her apartment. Like they're not supposed to be there. They're all squatting.
1: Right, and it like
0: you're like okay, it
1: looks nice enough until you see that like it's basically condemned.
0: Right, and she really doesn't have any running water. We do see her in the bath one time, and the water is so filthy you can tell that she doesn't bathe regularly. She doesn't have a shower, and it's it's not very full at all. So she she struggled to fill this tub at all.
1: That there's probably like sediment in the lines, rust pipes, like. It's rough, and not only that, but one of the very first scenes and the first sequence of scenes you get, she's going to get this job, and this man knows these people are desperate. This fucking white man (laughs) knows these poor women are desperate. She's a cleaner at a hospital, some fucking type of hospital. I don't fucking know, but... And he... They basically tell her, like, stay away from him. Like, it's her fault. He's her boss.
0: Yeah, and... and it's so frustrating because later on she gets basically the girl who told her to stay away from him is a fucking bitch to her because she's crying because she gets assaulted by this man. And all the woman can say is, don't you cry. I told you to stay away from him. She wasn't even around him. He followed her. And she's still getting the crap for it. Right. Right. It's like it's
1: definitely very much like a, a victim blaming culture. In yes. And this, this, at least in this particular work environment. Yes. This man basically says, like, "You belong to me. You're gonna be a troublemaker. I can tell. Like, you've seen this before. Like, it's this typical creepy man that you know was gonna take advantage. You know. Yeah. And." It's awful because she's already been assaulted pretty much her entire life. And assaulted is a light word to use. And that's a heavy ass word, you know, by her father. Mm -hmm. And then she goes to get a fucking job that probably pays shit. And she gets, he tries to rape her. Right. Right. And the only reason she gets away is because she fucking bites him in the face. Loved that. You get him, girl. And in the background here, you have this entity whispering and following. And it's kind of like this. This is our supernatural part. Obviously, we've already talked about this entity in the beginning. This, this thing that's kind of been following her around and is now in this hospital harassing this other child that we get to know here in a little bit. That's kind of like what we're blaming all of this on, you know?
0: Right. But it is almost sexual in the way that it attacks this girl. Like, you don't actually really see it do anything, but you definitely... You hear her screaming down the hall. You see the scratches. And they just so happen to be, like, on her arms where somebody might be holding her down. Right. And it's... And this woman, our main character,
1: she's not an inherently affectionate person like would you be? No. Right. But she connects with this young girl because this young girl has basically been abandoned by this family and all we get from the young girl is like they weren't good parents to me you know they Mm -hmm. weren't good to me so I ended up in this hospital basically where we find out you know a lot of AIDS orphans have ended up here or apparently abuse victims like this girl
0: right and just forgotten about like this place is very old and not well taken care of there's they don't really have lights like in the hallways. She is our our night maid and she takes a flashlight around. So this girl that she s- starts getting attached to is alone in a ward all by herself with really no lights or anybody to talk to. Nobody checks up on her. It's so sad.
1: Right. And then this monster is just tormenting both of them. Yes. And it is an incredibly forceful, horrible, like it's not one of those subtle, like, you know, in Paranormal Activity, when we have the, it starts out just by like talking to them. It, it, this monster, this entity, you see a scene where she's like, I don't want to play with you. I don't want to play with you. Where she was left alone in her bed. It fucking lifts her out of bed and just slams her back and forth and back and forth and back and forth.
0: Yes, this is actually a scary monster. And even you don't see it often, which I appreciate. But even the times you do see it, it is super creepy. It's like black and skittery. And then at the end, it's almost like an alien. But it has like a bunch of different arms. It's really creepy.
1: Yeah. And what I did like is she decides that, okay, well, she, this girl, whether she believes in this monster or not she decides that she's going to take this young girl. Her name, the young girl's name is Gracie. She's going to take her with her. But before all of this happens, I do have a a few problems with this movie. It was very captivating and it definitely kept my attention, which I really, I I enjoyed a lot of the storytelling aspects of it. But the thing is the storytelling was almost telling too many stories at once for me. Mm -hmm. And there was a, portion where there was this blind man that our main character met on a bus and he basically was like your soul is hurting offered for her to come with him and she declined but then later saw him on the street so later went to go get tea with him and he makes these masks that are scary but they're made to keep away evil spirits and so she's like fuck yeah give me one of those
0: So clearly she
1: believes in something.
0: Right. But also when we see later on the forced abortion scene, the shaman or whoever's doing this is wearing one of those types of masks. You can also see why as soon as she sees them, she kind of freaks out a little bit and starts to leave.
1: Right. I mean, everything is, when you've been through so much, pretty much everything is going to be triggering, you know? Right. So... We meet him, take a mask from him, and you think he's going to be a major player in this film from here on out because he's almost, like, reaching out, giving her some sort of friendship, some sort of, I'm not going to say lifeline, and I'm not going to say father figure either because she's not really looking for that. That's, like, the farthest thing from her mind, but he does refer (laughs) to her as daughter. That being said, though, in this culture, she even talks to a security guard later, calls him brother, and he calls her sister. That's just, you know, and that's not necessarily, but still, like, but then she takes the mask from him, and he was just a convenient, drawn-out plot point for her to get her hands on a mask.
0: Right, which doesn't even do anything. The mask, it, like, glow has glowing eyes one time when the tokoloshi is around it, and then it breaks, and then it's just done. That's it. So we didn't even necessarily need that mask. It didn't do anything to help the character. It didn't explain anything. I don't know.
1: It was just kind of like, oh, the Tokolosh is like stronger than this is. I, I I, didn't. It was it was a waste of film time. And I feel like a lot of filmmakers feel pressured to get to that like hour and a half mark. Mm-hmm. But you don't have to do that. Right. If that's the concern. You know what I mean? Right. Because I feel like it would have been just as like it, was, it would have been a stronger, almost like a stronger movie had that not even been a thing.
0: Yes. Or we could have done other things to get to that hour and a half, like spent more time. Eventually she gets the girl that she found in the hospital out and she takes her to her apartment. Maybe we could have spent a couple days in the apartment, but we really don't. It's basically same night and then shit goes down and they leave.
1: Right. So they think that leaving the hospital is going to solve their problems and going to the entity is not going to follow them. It's just going to stay there and that they're going to be safe. But it does follow them. They get to the apartment and it's clearly there. And she also stole a bunch of money from her boss, which I condone because he tried to rape her like steals fucking money.
0: Right. Especially because you. You are led to believe that this was a corrupt transaction that he was doing, like it was men in this room in the dark doing like a deal is what it feels like
1: and even if it was legit fuck that guy
0: (laughs) also that fuck
1: his money it's yours now you earned it but he finds out that it was her that took it so he's coming for her with a fucking like a tire iron or no it's like a like a crowbar it's a crowbar Yeah,
0: right across the face
1: Shows up at her apartment that same night, beats her across the face. And then what's uh, what's also really weird here is like these supernatural forces also work for her mm-hmm. in a weird way because he gets the fucking shit. Like she does a really good job and like thwarts him, stabs him because it's, it's dark because she doesn't have power and she's able to like outsmart him for a minute and then he comes after her he's able to leave the apartment as she's fleeing with gracie and she leaves the apartment and he's coming after her and then conveniently a bus hits him and they make it seem like that's supposed to be am i i mean do you feel like i'm like that i was off base or
0: no i mean i guess i didn't look at it as supernatural i just looked at it as you know, some dumb coincidence, but I could also see that.
1: It's just, is it working for it? Did it get him because it doesn't want anything else to get her and it wants to get her, you know, like, I don't Mm -hmm. know, but she also gets a call that her sister that she has wanted so badly to bring to the city has died. Yes. And obviously that is earth shattering because that's been her whole mission is to have a life with her sister. Get them out of that situation because her sister's being abused the same way she was.
0: Right. Well, I mean, you you don't know that for positive, but she definitely leads you to believe that. And then when you find out that she killed herself, you could definitely think that yeah she wanted out she didn't want this to be happening anymore and her sister wasn't coming back so
1: just left her there alone you know to deal with this these horrible horrible things so she gets a call that her mother calls her and says you know your sister's dead and so her and Gracie go to her family home which is very remote in a very rural area And you have a conversation. There's a conversation between her and her mother where she blames her mother for not protecting her. And I don't blame her at all. Right. Like, I know that her mother just lost a daughter. But, I mean, and I know that it's very patriarchal or whatever. But she literally says, like, it was your job to protect us. And it's your fault. She's dead. You killed my sister is basically what she says. Yep. I'm like. If I think that maternal instinct and protection transcends cultures, you know,
0: Mm -hmm. you're
1: gonna let I don't know.
0: I mean, growing up in that being told from the time you're born that you're less than, that you are to grow up and be the little woman and listen to what the man says, and you're hearing this from your father figure, then I could assume that that would brainwash you.
1: Yeah, well, she let her daughters be raped by her husband, so. Right, that's rough, I mean, and you yeah. the mother is like she does she, there is like a scene where she is sitting by herself at night, you know, holding s- something of her daughter's, and just like sobbing. She's not like a monster, like I'm well, you know she it's not like she wanted this, <laughs> you know, right, but yeah, but our you know she's furious her our main character, and She has to now not only come back for her sister's funeral that has committed suicide, but also face her family and her father.
0: Yes, and he actually walks up to her at the fucking funeral. It's just he and his last remaining daughter at the graveside of his other dead daughter, and he actually comes up to her to touch her fucking shoulder. How fucking dare you?
1: Yeah, I would just... I mean, and she does. She, like, jerks away from him and, like, runs off. But
0: I don't know. I might kill a motherfucker. (laughs) I was going to say, I think I'd punch him. Mm -mm.
1: Throw him right down in that gravesite, too, and bury him alive, you know.
0: Kick him right in the nuts.
1: Just rip it right off. Exactly. I mean, and the acting in this is really well done.
0: I loved our main actress. Like, she did such a good job to me portraying that, not a meek woman, but you definitely wanted to protect her. Like, so many bad things have happened to her that you just don't want to see anything else bad happen, but you know it's going to, because it's a horror movie.
1: Oh, yeah. She's she's really strong, but she's also been broken down so many times.
0: Yeah, and she's just so sweet, and you just want to protect her, and it just does not work out that way.
1: Yeah, it's it's really, really sad. And actually... I mean this woman has done four films but nothing I mean this is I mean I think this is her only main okay best supporting actress in a TV soap opera okay and best actress in a feature film of of one of a film called of good rapport or of good report but I'm pretty sure it's of good rapport so so I mean she she's done things, but of course her IMDB has like no picture, no nothing. Right. Because she's not an American actress, but I mean, good for her, you know. Mm-hmm. But so while they're there, this entity, this the tokolosh is still on their tail, right? So it's like super stoked too, because they came home, you know. Mm-hmm one night she also they're in bed together her and Gracie the little girl and I you also love that they stay together
0: yes but you're also like as a horror movie person someone who's watched film for a while you also are getting hints that she's not real like you just have this feeling her coworker at the hospital goes who's gracie you know her mother hears her talking to somebody in the bedroom and she seems really weirded out by that like her daughter's talking to no one when they arrived her mother greeted her but didn't say shit to this little girl
1: right like she's just been standing there the whole time and and nothing yeah but she does have someone. She's, like, holding her hand the whole time, you know? It's, like... And she wasn't even enthused to be near this girl at some point. And now she has someone with her. You know, it's, it's... Yeah. It's sweet, but also she's trying to fill some void that she doesn't have. Right. I mean, this is all very psychological.
0: Yes. Yeah. But...
1: When we get to basically our, our build-up here, at night, Gracie, the the little girl, wanders out into the field. And we've been getting flashbacks of this specific path down into this field several times. And it has not been good. No. And that's where we're going. And yeah. it leads us basically to, we see... Her sister hanging from a tree, which is actually one of the creepier scenes, in my opinion. Like, I know it was just really quick, and it was just not just. And I don't mean this with, like, oh, just somebody hanging, you know? But, like, we've seen that a bajillion times in horror movies. But Mm -hmm. it was actually pretty creepy. Agreed. And really
0: sad. Agreed.
1: But she actually sees a vision of her sister saying, okay, we can be together now. And you're like, are you, is she about to also like unalive herself? You know? (laughs) Cause that's what it feels like, Mm -hmm. you know, but then her sister, the vision of her sister, the dream of her sister, whatever this is, we're not, it's not very clear. At least to me, I don't know about to you.
0: No, but I feel like that was kind of the point is for everything to not be super clear. Yeah. Because it not not to give away the ending, but I already told you that we're not even sure Gracie is there. She's not there. At the very end, our main actress is sitting there standing there all by herself and she has burnt the house down like she is so fucked up coming back for this funeral has brought all of this stuff back and she was already struggling in the city so she just loses it here
1: i don't blame her right come back and burn everything down basically in this vision of her sister it says like he's coming run and it's the spirit or whatever this thing is coming for her and it's fucking running
0: yes super creepy And
1: it runs back to the house and she's hiding from it. And this is when she basically lights it on fire.
0: Yes. And you're sitting there like, are you crazy? Because she's like throwing oil and shit on the ground. And then I was like, she's not going to light that on fire. And she does. And I'm like, does she realize it's going to burn her in the house too? And then you go to her being outside watching the house burn down. I'm like, oh, okay. So she didn't know. Yeah, yeah. I
1: mean, honestly, my thought was like, she doesn't really care at this point.
0: Yeah. Yeah. She's just like,
1: as long as you die and I die, I don't really care. But, you know. And, you know, also, she... It's kind of like everything comes wrapped up in this little bow. Like, she has all this trauma and all this unresolved shit, and she comes home. She doesn't really deal with it, but also she burns it all to the ground. So... Right. You know. There's that. (laughs) So... The only like ish, not the only, well, yeah, I guess really the, the the biggest thing issue that I had with this film and I haven't really read other reviews, but you did mention to me that you had kind of read something similar was when I was watching it, I did feel like I jumped to several different films and several different stories Mm -hmm. all in one movie. And I know that it was following one storyline and one character but it it did feel very disjointed to me in several places. And it wasn't hard to follow necessarily. It just didn't flow very well in my opinion. Like the acts weren't seamless. They didn't feel like, you know, how you would read a chapter book and it would just go and flow. And it didn't feel like that to me. And it wasn't, it wasn't like an exhausting experience by any means where you're just like, oh my god. Mm-hmm. It just felt like... I watched a bunch of different movies almost like an an anthology film is that the word (laughs) yes even though it was all one story and one person's trauma but also if you look at it from like a very psychological film standpoint I can you know I can see that but like going from the hospital to her apartment and then this manager man just kind of being on the side and then also this blind man being over here and it's like all these auxiliary characters that don't really matter that much I wish we had just focused on the family and on her trauma without added in not that like I understand horrible things happen but we didn't really need to add in the trauma of the horrible boss you know what I mean Mm -hmm. yeah I get that, like, wherever this thing goes, it brings horrible things, but there were already horrible things happening to her regardless. True. So it just felt a little a little over the top for me. Like, it, it could have been a very well done story and flowed just as well without all of these weird random side things that just felt like it bombed from above where I was like, where the fuck did that come from, you know?
0: <laughs> right. Yeah, I can understand your problems with that, but I guess, I don't know, I really liked this film, so I am able to just compartmentalize that and get rid of it of, okay, whatever. Like, there's there's scenes in every single movie that I don't like, so whatever, I'll leave that alone. But I really, really, really liked, I liked the Tokolosh, the fact that that creature was super creepy i loved the psychological aspect of the whole thing and it all coming together so honestly for me four out of five on this film i i'll dock it from a five or from down from a five because of the things that like the mask and the boss that we didn't need and things like that but other than that i really enjoyed this film i kind of i i didn't know
1: like i thought you would either really 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 like it or you would just be like eh <laughs> Like, I didn't think you would hate it. So when I was watching it, the only thing that I thought might bother you as it would bother anyone would be like the intense sexual assault in this film. But what I did also like is while it does have a lot of sexual assault themes, there's really only one scene that's intense, but it doesn't actually follow through because she gets away.
0: And I think that's like, I have, (laughs) I have seen Megan is Missing and it's like a five minute rape scene and I watched the whole thing like once you've seen that I guess other stuff and it isn't so shocking
1: yeah and it's it's kind of like there's all these films that are literally just made to push those boundaries Mm -hmm. to shock you for for not for I'm not gonna say for fun but they are like how far can we push this envelope before you know their censorship isn't a thing but can we make it a thing you know
0: (laughs) right i actually appreciate that they didn't push the envelope even the thing that freaked me out the goddamn hanger that was like pointed at her they showed it for like half a second and we're done and you didn't see it you know in her or anything it was just pointed at her so i don't know i they could have done a lot worse
1: They needed to get the point across of what they were doing to show the trauma aspect, Mm -hmm. but it didn't. Yeah. Like you said, it doesn't dwell on that. So, I mean, for me, I did enjoy this film. I think that, you know, if you can, you know, all of the worst parts as far as the like potentially, you know, content that could trigger you. We've already talked about that. So if you can deal with that, and I think that this would be an interesting film for you to watch, I would probably It's hard for me because I, those things, I, I stopped watching the film and I was like, eh, yeah, I was pretty good. It was, you know, so I'm kind of more on like the probably better than a three, but not as good as a four, which I feel like I've been really hanging out in like the three and a half. Like the last, like, I don't know what, like three movies. I feel like I've been like better than a three, not as good as a four.
0: Like Yeah, we don't have very good things for you lately.
1: No, I mean, but that's that's those aren't bad either. Like I, yeah, those aren't. It's not like I'm like two. You know what I mean? <laughs> <even like? laughs> right. And it's not also I'm not like three. It's just like I've been really holding on to my fours and fives lately. I don't know why, but I just <laughs> can't in my heart like pull that four out for this one because that like that really bothered me. Because for me, these weren't just like scenes I had problems with; they were like major. I felt like I watched several irrelevant films in one, and so mm-hmm. it it really just it took me out of I think the main issue with this and I wish they had done more with the actual monster because yeah, it followed them around, mm-hmm. and I don't need to see it all the time. I'm not saying that, and the the s- voice and everything was spooky and but I just wish they had taken away a little bit and added a little bit more. So, yeah, probably like a three and a half.
0: I mean, that's still decent. Still, look, yeah. I, I would still recommend this movie.
1: Yeah, no, I would too. I would say definitely, especially because the whole point of this series is for us to broaden our horizons. Exactly. On film we've never heard of, film from other countries, obviously. Now, I will say on Rotten Tomatoes right now, there are no critic scores zero reviews from critics. There are fewer than 50 audience ratings. I'm sorry. There are critic reviews. There's like, there's not enough to make an average, I guess. It's got a 33%. That's what I'll, I will say. There was also some weird possession stuff in this that I didn't quite understand Mm -hmm. in the child. But if she wasn't real, I, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So there was a few things that I didn't quite get what they were getting at, but also it uh, could have been a subtitle issue. Right. You know, you never know. And also, it's not that long. It's like an hour 28, I think, it capped out at before the, su- the credits started.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: it's not like you're going to waste a ton of time if you don't like it. So, Right. Broaden your horizons. That's the whole point of this whole series. And if anything is terrible, we'll tell you not to waste your time. But so far. Exactly. I really don't I can't think of anything that I have just been like god it was awful.
0: Mhm. No, I've generally liked everything we've seen.
1: Yeah, well and I think it's all been when you especially when you bring in folklore from different countries it mm-hmm. it's going to obviously give you something different than we've we've seen a bajillion times over here so
0: Right, and you also have to take into consideration that when we are looking for these movies from foreign areas, we're looking for the best of those areas, so. Right.
1: Thank you so much for hanging out with us for this review of the Tokolosh, or the Tokoloshi, depending on your pronunciation, but I'm pretty sure in their rem- pronunciation of the film, which is their native language, it is the Tokolosh, so that's what we're going with. If you would like to watch it again, it is free on Tubi, and you can rent it on Amazon Prime. And if you would like to hang out with us, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at The Extra Sisters Podcast. Twitter is at The Extra Sisters. And if you would like to join our Patreon family, it is patreon.com slash The Extra Sisters Podcast.
0: Until next time, stay creepy.